0: This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Paranormal Dad's Halloween Special 2023. I am Enchanted Eddie and I am
0: Phantasm Pat.
1: Join us as we go in search of the world's monsters, myths, and mysteries right here on Paranormal Dads. Halloween again. Yes it is. Man, man, time flies. Halloweens, uh, this is my well, you can't I mean you can count your like one year. I was born in early October. Mm-hmm. And so like my first Halloween, I was a baby like right. never, but the the following year I was over a year old. Halloween year 1 or year 2 ish for me. Oh, uh, year 1. I was a pirate. Really? Yeah. My mom put a little like a red bandana around my head. They drew a little mustache on me with like mascara. Right. Or like <laughs> eyeliner. And then uh and then I think I had like a little sash across my I <laughs> look more like a I look more like a pirate like uh like merchant. Yeah. <laughs> than I was a swashbuckler, but still it's funny. It was...
0: Yeah, I couldn't even tell you what I was when when I, I think we actually first have memory, some though. yeah, the first memory. Um I think we have some home videos of me, uh, as a baby and my brothers and sisters gearing up to go out trick or treating and mom's just kind of standing there holding me. Yeah. But, um, boy, first Halloween. Oh, that's, that's, that's a tough one. Um, one of my earliest ones, I was Batman one year, uh, pretty, pretty early on. This is like the Adam West Batman. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah. I had the, the, the goofy plastic Batman mask, and yes. then there was a homemade costume on top. On top of that, over the coat, of course, even, even better over the <laughs>
1: coat. I love yes. the coat thing. It's like I'm Batman with a winter coat
0: on, of course. So can't um, freeze to death. But yeah, that that was one of my earlier ones. I'm trying to remember some of my other like early early ones, but. Uh... You know, football player was in there. Football mm-hmm. player might have even been before Batman, quite really? honestly. Really? I was a Nebraska football player back when they were good. Now, oh, there <laughs> it is. Back when Osborne was coach.
1: Some shade. <laughs> I remember, uh, so one of my earliest Halloween follies was, and I, I was very like, you look superhero kind of oriented. Like, I wanna be Superman. I was Optimus Prime one year. I think it was He Man another year. I mean, and so very tied into that kind of thing. And one year, I wanted to be Superman. Right. And I had to wear, we didn't have red boots. And so I had red, like, tights uh-huh. that I wore. And then I wore blue tights that we had actual, or blue sweatpants that we had put over them. Right. So it looked like I had on, you know, blue, blue with red as the boots. Oh, I see. Okay. You know, can you picture yeah, yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So my mom was like wear your sneakers because I don't want you <laughs> ruining the tights. those tights. Yeah, you're gonna wear them out. And I Plus was you're like,
0: walking barefoot on concrete. And basically. I was like
1: in my like I think of legit like five or six year old brand, I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I got out on the street with some friends. Those for, shoes
0: came right off, did Those
1: me? shoes came right I had white sneakers <laughs> on. I mean I look like Superman <laughs> wearing yeah. sneakers. I remember like cultivating my hair into that curl right. and like spraying it down with like Aquanet, just <laughs> s- s- and, like this will never move. I get outside. It's like upstate New York, nineteen eighty something, like 83, 84. I pop off my sneakers and I, in my mind, I just, there's like two Eddies, like. <laughs> Like one's one's an angel with a Superman outfit well, on, wearing sneakers. The other, the other one's, one's Lex Luthor. So Lex Luthor Satan with no sneakers on. You're like, you look ridiculous. Take those shoes off. And I'm like, you got it, Lex Luthor Satan. And I pop off the shoes, and I just put them in my trick or treat bag. And I'm walking around <laughs> in barefooted, stocking red,
0: red stocking feet.
1: And and it wasn't snowy yet, but it was like. You know, like so. This. Is this in New York? Upstate New York. Yeah, yeah. and it was cool. It was wet. Yeah, it was sure. all Mushy leaves. Yeah. I'm just bleep, 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 <laughs> splishing around in my mind. I'm like, I look
0: dope. I yeah. look
1: great. I look like Superman.
0: Mom's never gonna know when I get she home.
1: Lo- she <laughs> won't. I was such a short, short like in the moment, and so just going around doing my thing. Come back. I get to the house and I look at the bottoms of these things because I'm like, how bad is it really? I look. It looks. Bad. Bad. Bad, they're black. Yeah, like they are. <laughs> they are black, muddy, tore up. I'm like, oh no! And I go inside, and it was the next level. You You're know, tracking oh. mud into the house, dude. It was amazing. <laughs> I was like a shoeless Superman. It was just so funny. It was just yeah. So Halloween, oh, that's Folly, awesome. That's one of my like earlier like oopsie Halloween memories there. So <laughs> that's always a fun one um, for you too, uh, a fun listener. Share with us some of your Halloween craziness
0: <laughs> yeah or, or if you got old pictures too you know if, you know when you're a kid and oh. if you got some halloween pictures that you enjoy and want to share that we'd love to see some of those just send them to paranormal dads at gmail.com, and you know, we can put some of them on the website. That'd be awesome.
1: On our social media site, right, uh, leading up to this episode, we should put up uh, uh,
0: Halloween pictures of us as kids. Yeah, we should look, look into hilarious. that. That'd be fun.
1: I've told this story before. If you'd like, you can go back to other episodes, other Halloween episodes. Uh, I'll share it one more time. I'll be more brief with it this time. But I have one of the best Halloween stories is out of my middle daughter, Elise. Uh, we were trick-or-treating. It was probably around 2005, 2006. She's all of like four or five years old. And she's very much into Halloween. She always loved it. It was a fun thing. This year changed her. Um, I believe she was like a cat or something like that, or a witch, or something like that. A very cute little witch. You know, it wasn't overly, you know, a little hat, a little thing. And we're walking around the neighborhood, and we had that one house that, like, really did Halloween right. up. Yep. And they had the garage turned into, like, a little, a little haunted, haunted maze. House. You go yeah. in there, and yeah, you do your thing. And... She decides she wants to go through the garage, this little four or five-year-old girl. She's like, I want to go in there. And I'm like, do you though? (laughs) And she's like, yeah, I do. I want to go. So we walk up there with her. She's a tiny little thing. We get up to the entrance of it. Somebody, some of the younger teenage kids are hiding in the bushes, and they're thinking how fun it is to scare Scare the kids kids. before they get in there. So she's getting up to the door of the the garage, and this one kid comes out of the bushes. like, (gasps) And it sent her over the edge. She didn't even freak out. She just looks at me, her little face just reset. It oh, went totally and she just goes, "I'm going home now." <laughs> <laughs> and she just turns around and just walks home right home. And had tears gently streaming down her cheeks. It was that was it. She was done. Done to the point where next Halloween not going. Yeah. She's like, "Nope. I'm nope, not trick-or-treating. No. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm good."
1: It was literally she just stayed home. Stay
0: home. With Pass out the candy,
1: handed out candy, watched Halloween movies, had a time, and so it wasn't until the following year that she was able to go again. She Re- was just she like recovered. I'm enough. not gone. <laughs> she did, oh, yeah, that's rough. The the, the FOMO of Halloween versus versus like staying home. She was, but it was they they. They scared one Halloween out of her for sure.
0: Yeah, well, I had one that that year. It was my Batman year, as a matter of fact. Oh, good. My, my brother and I think we shared this on the episode on the show before. It's as still well. good stuff. But uh, my brother and I were Batman and Robin. We walk up to a house, uh, right up the street, march up to the door, ring the doorbell. Dude opens the door. He's got his head tucked into his leather jacket, and he's just whoa. And Batman and Robin flew off that front porch, <laughs> <laughs> and we ran all the way home. I mean, we were about a block away, and Done. it was like, nope, nope, not going to do it. Finished. I can still see that image in my brain. You know, yeah. Just, I, the guy was wearing jeans and a leather jacket, and his head was tucked in there.
1: Uh-huh. And he had no head, basically. Yeah, just and a you smart were, aleck. And, you and know, just, just ruined just you. probably,
0: uh, you know. 20 30 year old guy He's probably laughing his head off. Oh, he thought it was hilarious, I'm And sure. you
1: were done. You and were I just was done. Game over. Did you go back out or were you like nope, the, I, the, no? The I I think we over. were
0: done after that. Yeah. It was one of the last houses I think we did. Okay, at least there was So but you just <laughs> but,
1: you just took off yeah. running. You didn't just punch him and see the no, cow. I,
0: I didn't reach into that utility belt and you know took care of business. I just got <laughs> got <laughs> out of there. Man and Robin just <laughs> Yeah, I had
1: a similar one for me as a kid. There was a guy who did the classic thing. He was a scarecrow, sitting in the front porch, all chill with the candy. And It's like just take one, and I did. I was a good boy. I just took one. But even then, I'm taking one, and he just like just the scarecrow gets up, you know, yeah. and I can't, I'm just just a lightning bolt just on the way home.
0: You know me and practical jokes. It's just like, come on, man. <laughs> no,
1: no. That's probably where it started. You know, the
0: funny thing is, though, there were probably a couple of years when I was in high school. I probably did the same thing to kids, you know?
1: Oh, I think at some point we all enjoyed like kind of scaring kids. I right. had brothers who were much younger than me. So I was about 17, 18 years old, taking my, at the time, six, like, six five and three-year-old brothers trick-or-treating. And it was so funny. They were all mutant turtles. And this yeah. is where you got to go. They were all mutant turtles, and I was Casey Jones. I was the Casey Jones character. I had a golf bag with like a baseball bat and a hockey stick, and I had a mask on. And And I took them to trick-or-treating. that was, was pretty fun. And so you should go as Splinter. I'm like, I'm not going to go as a rat. I can't pull that off. <laughs> and so uh, it was just a fun time. I had, I had good times uh, that kind of prepped me for being a dad later on when right. my children went trick-or-treating. Sure. Um, fun time. I, we love it. It's a fun, you know. And like you said before, it is kind of hard to see your kids age up And you're kind of left behind, like, what about Charlie Brown's uh, Halloween special? And they're like, I don't want to watch it with you. And you're like, I'll watch it alone, I guess. Cry a little bit. So yours is Charlie Brown uh, Halloween.
0: Yes, I I have two of them, actually. Charlie Brown Halloween and also the Garfield Halloween special was one of my favorites Yes, I remember
1: that one.
0: Yeah, um, Garfield and Odie would go out trick-or-treating. And, of course, Garfield had our our all Interior motives, yeah, and he was just working Odie to collect candy for himself. So, Garfield was going to take the candy for, for yeah. both of them, and then uh, they ended up in a haunted house, and hilarity ensued. So, uh, good old great, great, great episode. I think I bought that on Amazon actually, so I think I own it, yes. but, it but it's on my Prime subscription. There so. was uh, a book that came out. For that, and I
1: got that at a Scholastic book fair. Uh-huh. There was a Garfield Halloween the the TV special that right. turned it into a comic strip on the uh, for a book, and I bought that yeah. at one of the Scholastic book fairs. Yeah. I was so excited. There's
0: kind of some creepy ghosts in that one. There the are, yeah, yeah. Yo, Jim
1: Davis went nuts on that because I remember even the, the old man telling, yeah, there's, there's pirates. Ghost pirates,
0: yeah. yeah. And the old man telling the story. Yeah, yeah,
1: he looked terrifying. Yeah, oh yeah. I remember being like, "This is actually scary." (laughs) Um, My go-to Halloween uh, stories, and it's kind of funny because I'm not an overly like. We just listed off two cartoons that you like. I don't have like super scary ones that I'll watch. I have a couple more creepy, eerie ones that I'll watch. Uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch came out again on Netflix. Not the Nickelodeon. Not the. uh, It was Nickelodeon show, I think, back in the day, uh, with um. Melissa Joan Hart. There was a whole... Okay. Uh, they did another Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Or they just called it Sabrina on Netflix. Way dark. Yeah. Dark. Like, <laughs> it is It is very much like... It is not for children. This is very much a teen and up uh, uh, um, show series. But they have a, they did holiday specials. They had a Halloween one and a Christmas one. And the Halloween one is really good. Creepy, right? But good. Not full on horror. Not, but what you might call like horror light. Like it's like more like a Twilight Zone, right? Or even like a Tales from Maybe the Maybe Stranger Things or something. Stranger Things adjacent for sure. Uh, and so uh, I'll watch that with uh, with the kids when they were older. But uh, the, and that's more of a newer thing, but classic for me classic for me halloween special is ernest
0: scared stupid oh.
1: it's the <laughs> it's the best it's a uh, ernest and if you don't know who ernest is he's kind of this like uh hillbilly with a heart of gold ernest
0: kind of, p worl or ernest something ernest p worl the big
1: one that we all saw i think was ernest goes to camp yeah. everyone and saw and ernest
0: saves christmas too and ernest saves christmas that was a very good one
1: that's one of my go-to's yeah. as well but yeah ernest scared stupid is hilarious cuz it's like it's the classic <laughs> thing of like is he's, he's such a good-hearted guy yeah just terrible. kind of a
0: hillbilly type guy and, yes uh just kind of uh, can't keep himself out of trouble no trouble finds him but, but but uh yeah very very good-hearted dude and yeah and and sometimes he succeeds just out of Stupidity. It's so so fun.
1: It's very slapsticky. It's very like, but I dare you not to watch it just in earnest. Just watch it, Uh, pun pun intended, (laughs) and just enjoy it. There's a scene in which they're trying to figure out how to defeat this troll. The town's being invaded by actual like trolls and goblins. And one of the the kids, like, what do we do? And he just runs it over with a car. (laughs) Like, this is the (laughs) way he just, it was just really well done. It It was very low hanging, but very funny. Right. And so I do encourage anyone to watch. Ernest Scared Stupid, if they haven't ever watched that one. It's a fun <laughs> one. Um, speaking of Halloween entertainment uh, for the family, um, there's a new movie coming out that uh, we saw, I saw. I uh, had the, uh, the, uh, the pleasure, and maybe we'll do a, a larger episode on this one, but I got to uh, do a, a hosting gig at the Alamo Draft House Theater here in Omaha for um, a movie done by uh, Derek Hayes Derek Hayes and his uh, uh, co-host it was another uh, host from another podcast called um, Blurry Photos and uh, that's the podcast look those up by the way Monsters Among Us and Blurry Photos you might already listen to those I don't know but um, very good ones yeah and uh, it's a movie that they, they worked on together uh, called Shadows in the Desert, High Strangeness in the uh, Borrego Triangle. And it, that movie ha- covers everything from Sasquatch to UFOs to ghosts. It has everything in it. The Borrego Triangle is a very interesting area. It's a national park. Basically, out in the middle of, I think it was California. Yeah, I want to
0: say California, Arizona maybe, Utah. No, no, it's not that big. No? It's
1: just California. Oh, okay. And uh, it's is—it's actually near a town of Borrego. And then it's not far from Los Angeles. Oh, okay. You just go east from LA into the desert, and eventually you'll come across. And it's an actual national park. Wow. Uh, But that's a great movie. It's out now. And so you can check that out. It's an independent film done by those two gentlemen and their team. And I uh, don't want to spoil that, but it has a lot of fun stuff in it. Um, the latter half really got me. I'm, the ghost stories are all ghost stories. And you're like, you can't necessarily prove them because you're in the middle of the de- of the desert. Right. The latter half is more cryptid and UFOs. And it's uh-huh. like, ooh, okay, you got me. Let's, let's yeah. talk about that. Um, and then also, Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh,
0: I saw a trailer for this. Dude. So
1: I've never played the game. I've seen the game played. And I'm like, this seems terrifying
0: to me. Yeah, my kids loved it. Yeah, when it was out, it it was they played it quite quite a bit.
1: One of the earlier hits, once again, on these smartphones, it was like a app. It was a game you played on your iPhone, and it was just like kids loved it.
0: And it was kind of like you what you're in a haunted house, or you might be, or what's Freddy's a a department store or something like that. So
1: Freddy's was the the premise. I'll give you the premise because I saw the trailer too. Freddy's was like a Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, that's right, or like a Showbiz Pizza, right? If depending on where you live regionally. And so it was uh, popular in the 80s, but because yeah. of home video ca- video games and stuff, it became less popular, and now it's abandoned. The owner of, Fi- of Freddy's is going to reopen it, and so he's working on it, getting it up, and so at night, he was trying to keep people out so he can do a big reveal. You're hired as a security guard at Freddy's okay. to keep hobos and ne'er-do-wells out of the property while it's being renovated.
0: And you think of Chuck E. Cheese and Showbiz Pizza. They have the animatronic band out there on the stage that performs that yeah. provides entertainment. Correct. Entertainment. Correct.
1: And the premise is that these <laughs> animatronic uh, figures are haunted. Yeah. And at night they come alive they come to life. and they kill you. And the <laughs> idea is that I, in the game I think the premise I never played it but the game the premise is you need to navigate the environment being stealthy and quiet otherwise you attract attention from these things and they kill you in the movie, they have this whole narrative of like there's ghost children that were killed by these creatures oh, wow. and that they haunt the thing. And it's nuts. It looks scary. <laughs> I think it's very much a, probably a, I wouldn't say take kids to it at all, but maybe look at it for yourself and see what you think. But. Yeah,
0: I yeah, I guess I'm, I'm trying to think of what I saw in the trailer, but it, it's definitely probably a, uh, maybe preteen, but definitely teenager, adult, more geared more to that, probably a little more intense than the actual video game, I would guess.
1: I think so. I think the imagery is not going to be the same. In the Five Nights at Freddy's game, you never actually you see some red stuff here and there. I think they got worse as time went on, or more graphic as time went on, um, as the the demographic aged with it initially. Right. But um, I think the movie, and that's probably the demographic is you know because now saying. now they're
0: in college. Yeah, these, these kids, kids are twenty yeah. something.
1: Now they want to see a five five nights at Freddy's. The game was called Step Five it up Nights a at bit. Freddy's. Yeah. The like, idea is if you can survive five nights, you you beat the game. In this one, apparently, it's just uh, yeah, it's called Five Nights at Freddy's. I get the ideas. The, the protagonist is trying to stay alive for five nights. So nice. we'll see. It looks interesting. Um, and then uh, not lastly, but also if you're a video game uh, player, I am. Uh, there are some fun video games out there now that you can play. One is called Hogwarts Legacy. It's a Harry Potter themed game. I've always thought Harry Potter was more of a Halloween feeling mm-hmm. property. Yeah. Some people are like... I pick Some your...
0: people equate it to Christmas.
1: Some people Christmas. For me, it's like... Probably because Harry...
0: it's always on during Christmas time.
1: And there's Christmassy scenes in there, it. Yeah. There, yeah. And, and there are Halloween scenes in it too. So I'm like, pick your, pick your holiday to watch right, that. Right. For me personally, I'm like, Harry Potter is in Halloween... Lord of the Rings is Christmas. That's
0: just oh yeah,
1: <laughs> that's just me. That's just how I put it together. I, I put Star Wars in Christmas. I know. You've Got to watch Star <laughs> yeah. Wars at Christmas. Do You watch all of them now?
0: Oh no, Um I, I'm still kind of hardcore the original. Those three, the first it. three. I I did like the sequel movies. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the, um, the Rise of Skywalker and uh, what was the first one? I can't remember. I can't think Force of Awakens, right? Force Awakens. I did like those. I, I wasn't a fan of the prequels. Yeah. They, they just weren't my thing.
1: It's funny because I've seen that those are having like a
0: resurgence. The kids yeah. that grew
1: up with it, they're, yeah. they Some love it. Some kids love it. They love and, and the I,
0: it. And I just never t- I'm with it. you. You yeah. and
1: I, you know. But uh, yeah, for me, that's the case. But yeah, uh, Harry Potter, uh, the game is called Hogwarts Legacy. I've played a couple hours of it. It's very Halloweeny. You're in haunted castles. You're fighting phantasms and spirits. And it's very... It sets a good tone. And even the like... The environments, the loading screens, it's very like eerie and kind of cool, kind of pulls right. you in. And it's nice. Uh, there is combat and stuff in the game, but it's not overly done. It's very like family friendly in a lot yeah. of ways. So spooky, but not
0: too much. I'll I'll hold out for the Lego version. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh, <laughs> I works. love the Harry Potter Lego game. That they're was fun. fun. Yeah, they're fun, man. Any of the Lego games are fun.
1: Oh, yeah, and there's a whole, and some of these uh, uh, gaming systems, now you can just type in Halloween and look up, and there's there's actually, like, survival games that are kind of, I think there might be one based on the Halloween movie franchise. Yeah. Uh, but there's ones where, there's one recently, this is more adult or more mature, uh, there's one, it was called, um,
0: oh,
1: oh, oh. it was a like survival uh, but story type game, and it's called The Quarry like a rock quarry, you know? Okay. Um, and it is more of a story, like almost like a like a movie that you uh, dictate the decisions the characters make and it has time to, uh, so you're watching it and it's like, okay, if you want to do... Like, choose your own adventure. Do right. you go left? Do you go right? Do you read the book? Do you not read the book? Do you take the picture? Not take the picture. There's a, right. all these cool branching choices. And so it's not like an actual video game you might be used to where you're like controlling the character and doing all these things. Right. It's like a, a movie you're watching and you have to pick scripted things that you do but there's all these branching paths there's like they said like 30 or 40 different ways it right. can end it's very exciting so kind of like
0: uh what was it oregon trail or a lot the like oregon trail <laughs> picture oregon trail
1: with a campfire ghost story kind of probably overlap. better graphics <laughs> way but the graphics are astounding looking you know yeah. there's times you're like i think i'm watching like an actual like like um uh, a movie
0: here you know so it's just kind of
1: crazy and then you mentioned another one, the Call of Duty.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, one I was thinking of was a uh, Call of Duty Black Ops uh, zombie mode. So it's it, Call of Duty is, you know, a shoot 'em up type game, you know, paramilitary kind of a thing, but they have a zombie mode where they basically sit, sit you down in a, a town or whatever, and zombies start coming out at, at you and you have to survive through the zombies. The thing is, you never win that. No. At least not that I'm aware of. It's just a how long
1: can you hold out. It's
0: like how long can you hold out before the zombies finally kill you? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, there was a My g- son
0: and I used to play that fair amount.
1: Uh, there was a game called Left for Dead, which you actually might like with the playing with your son. Once again, these are rated M for Mature. There's yeah. a lot of stuff, so just heads up. You know that. Um, but this one, Left 4, the number 4, Dead, And the fun thing about it is it is a survival game, but you can survive. And the idea is you have these four movements. That's like four chapters. Each chapter is about 10 to 15 minutes. And so you have different maps. So map one, four chapters, get from point A to point B. If you can get to point B, it's a safe house it resets the chapter start to the next one and the idea is it advances you through till the end you gotta get to the helicopter or get to the van
0: get to the chopper get to the chopper (laughs) how many times do we yell that but the old Arnold Schwarzenegger but
1: it's literally you three other players there's four player co-op and you can play it like on the couch or even over over the internet and it's all co-op you are helping other people or if your buddy falls and there's a horde of zombies you can quick grab his gun and say see ya and run off (laughs) (laughs) and there's people who done that in the game where you're playing and then someone will shoot you in the leg and you're like no
0: it's no. like who survives whoever's faster
1: you get a higher <laughs> score if you survive as the four of you and then the, each less sure. person it's less it's less points and so the idea is at the end of the game you can technically and with the time you get to that helicopter and it flies off you're just high fiving everybody yeah. so it is <laughs> it is winnable air quotes but yeah it's very very insane uh, here's the artwork for that quarry it's very like
0: Oh, yeah. It's like, kind of dark.
1: Yeah, it's a Stephen King looking almost right. like, like cover of a book almost, but it's all set in a forest. They're all camping and telling each other ghost stories, and it's like, were these true? Were these not true? It's kinda, oh, cool. So a lot of cool video game options if you're a, if you're a gamer, and I wish I could mention some more books that I'm reading that are paranormal right now, but I really haven't gotten into any yet. I've been kind of hard to read lately i fall asleep every time
0: yeah (laughs) just go to go to amazon and and, uh search for paranormal books and you won't be disappointed there's so many out there
1: Uh, my daughter's reading a new series that she says is going to be coming out as a series on amazon at some point um but i think it's not so much paranormal it has some paranormal overlay to it i think there's like witches okay uh that's all i'm going to give you look at that this is a (laughs) how dad is this it's a thing my kid likes i'm not sure what it is anyway (laughs) anyway Uh, So moving on, I thought we could share uh, some fun um, Halloween stories uh, focusing more on the idea of the
0: pumpkins or the jack-o'-lanterns. Pat, what do you think? Jack-o'-lanterns. I went to the pumpkin patch this year. You did? Yes. Uh, One Friday night, my daughter uh, got some tickets for us to to go to – they actually had a hard cider tasting at this local uh, place – uh, called Valles. If you're from the area, you know what I'm talking about. Um, pretty large uh, pumpkin patch. They usually have new attractions every year. It's mm-hmm. just kind of a family farm thing that they just keep building on it. And th- this year they have uh, they have a large apple orchard and they make their own hard cider. Mm-hmm. So my daughter, uh, who is now 21. Which is just crazy. Yeah. Um. And her boyfriend and and me and my wife all went out. They put you on a uh, uh like a hay rack kind of thing. They take you out to the apple orchard and they let you pick apples, and they treat you to uh, several glasses of cider, and uh, they also had games out there like cornhole and and some other uh, a large Jenga puzzle game and and things like that. So they just kind of take you out and let you play in the playing the field for for a while right there at sunset it was really cool real beautiful sunset and it was a great night and then once that's all done they take it back down into the pumpkin patch and you can you know go through all the attractions we went on a a spook train i think i i even emailed you or or texted you a video of me on their uh, spooky train ride yeah so uh but, yeah, and, and of course, they've got the pumpkins. They've got tons of pumpkins, and uh, I still – actually, we've got two pumpkins, I think, on the front porch. My daughter brought them home, I think, from school. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, she started painting one of them. She painted it all white with black ghosts, and I'm like, oh, who made the cow pumpkin? Nice. <laughs> so, they're ghosts. They're ghosts. <laughs> Dad, come on. But, um, yeah, so jack-o'-lanterns. A,
1: I, I have a, and so this is where the story of jack o' lanterns, and this is where uh, everybody sit down, get a nice cup of cider.
0: Yeah, some hard tea. cider.
1: So, whatever you want to drink and have whatever fun, you want. Hunker down. I'm going to share with you a couple of fun stories about jack o' lanterns. And the original beginning of these things goes back to way back when we're talking like, you know, pagans and, and all sorts of like nature worship back in uh, old, old Europe, the
0: Druids.
1: The Druids, Uh, and the idea was that during this time of uh, um, um, it's it's spelled Samhain, but it's pronounced uh, Salwin. Okay, go with that. Just roll with it, everybody. I've heard the term S A M H A I N. I think roughly, but it's pronounced literally Salwin. And um, the idea was that part of the idea is that the 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 portal, the 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 separation of the world of the living, the world of the dead, is. Barely there, if there at all. There's holes in it, and that spirits and good and bad can get into our world, and that even things that are dark and malevolent are walking around just like everything else. And uh, we are we are literally the living and the dead are mingled. Okay. And the idea of the uh, and I don't believe they called it a jack o' lantern. That that phrase came later. Mm-hmm. Um, that they would carve lanterns literally out of gourds and root vegetables and all these things and carve little cute like faces or symbols in them that would be like protection or sometimes on the faces were meant to kind of like scare away. Bad spirits. spirits. Exactly. Um, but that was a cultural thing cooked in and you'd see like actual, like even smaller ones, like little, like, like rutabagas and stuff carved with faces (laughs) in them just as decor, you know? And that was kind of the idea was uh, I'm going to draw. And and also another uh, part of this with some of the more like, um, tribal cultures of that time period was that some of these heads that were carved into these vegetables were actually representative of the people, the enemies they killed oh, that nice. year. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, we're <laughs> celebrating the harvest. Celebrating the I death. I killed of... three dudes. Here's his face, you know? Oh, so nice. it was kind of darker in that sense. Yeah. Um, as time goes on, this practice, once again, tied to these old, old cultures of ty- of carving faces into gourds and pumpkins. Um, Rutabaga's turnips. <laughs> I don't like jack o' lantern. <laughs> That's a Rudy the Rutabaga. <laughs> He's like, hey, everybody, it's me, a Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, you fast forward into the 19th century Ireland, where a story gets uh, perpetuated of old stingy Jack. And I was going to share that with you. And this is the, their their story of where jack o' lanterns come from. So there's already this this culture of carving uh, root vegetables uh, into uh, lanterns. And so this uh, this one is the story. And like I said, it's it's um, it's root. Uh, they say uh, historians around early 19th century. So we're talking like what 1800s. Is that right. around that? Yeah, is? yeah. Um, uh, so here we go. As the story goes, sit back, everybody. Here we go. As the story goes, several centuries ago in Ireland, there lived a drunkard known as Stingy Jack. He was known throughout the land as a deceiver or manipulator. On a fateful night, Satan, ooh, there we go, overheard the tale of Jack's evil deeds and silver tongue. Unconvinced and a little envious of the rumors, the devil, the devil went out to find for himself whether or not Jack lived up to his vile reputation. <laughs> Typical of Jack, he was drunk and wandering through the countryside at night, where he came upon a body on his cobblestone path. The body, with an eerie grimace on his face, turned out to be the devil himself. Jack realized, this, realized that this was his end. Satan had finally come to collect his malevolent soul, so Jack made a last request. He asked the devil to let him drink ale before he departed to hell. Finding no reason not to acquiesce to his request, Satan took Jack to the local pub and supplied him with many alcoholic beverages. Upon quenching his thirst, Jack asked Satan to pay for the tab for the ale, much to his surprise because he didn't carry any money. Jack convinced him to turn himself into a silver coin with which to pay the bartender and change back when he's not looking. Satan did so, impressed upon by Jack's unyielding nefarious tactics. This guy's good. I, yeah. like, I like I like this guy. He's, he's crappy. He's
0: <laughs> flipping it on the devil.
1: Shrewdly, Jack stuck the now transmogrified... Love that word, by the way, kids. <laughs> ...transmogrified Satan... Who is now a coin into his pocket, which also contained a crucifix. Uh, the crucifix's presence kept the devil from escaping his form. This coerced Satan to agree to Jack's demand, and uh, in exchange for his freedom, he had to spare Jack's
0: soul for ten more years.
1: Jack, you got to go for immortality. Well,
0: right, you know, <laughs> yeah,
1: go for immortality. Yeah,
0: learn to negotiate a little bit. More, I know, everybody. right.
1: Ten years after the date Jack originally struck his deal, he naturally found himself once again in the devil's presence, as one does. (laughs) As one does. Jack happened upon Satan in the same setting as before, and he seemingly accepted it was his time to go to hell for good. As Satan prepared to take him to hell, Jack asked if he could have one apple to feed his starving belly. Foolishly, Satan once again <laughs> agreed to this request. Silly Satan. Silly Satan. As he climbed up the branches of a nearby apple tree, Jack surrounded its base with crucifixes. Jack, where are you getting all these
0: crucifixes, <laughs> Yeah, as dude. one does, right? <laughs> He's like,
1: little does he know, I have a backpack full of crucifixes. Oh. <laughs> Satan, frustrated at the fact that he had been entrapped again, demanded his release. As Jack did before, he made a second demand, that he will never take his soul to hell. Having no choice, the devil agreed and was set free. Eventually, the drinking took its toll on Jack, and he died. Mm -hmm. Stingy Jack's soul prepared to enter heaven through the gates of St. Peter, but he was stopped. Jack was told by God that because of his sinful lifestyle of deceitfulness and drinking, he was not allowed into heaven. Mm-hmm. Jack then went down to the gates of hell, begging for admission into the underworld. Satan, fulfilling his obligation to Jack, could not take his soul. He gave Jack an ember to light his way. Jack is doomed to roam the world between the plains of good and evil, with only an ember inside, a hollow turnip. To light his way. Wow.
0: There you go. So, and that's where the jack-o'-lantern came
1: yes, from. Yes, he is a he is a doomed soul that wanders the world with a turnip that's turned into a lantern.
0: That that's that's kind of, and so now you think about your traditional jack-o'-lantern, kind of like a body with a pumpkin head, right? Yeah. And that kind of puts a different spin on it. Yeah. Different way to think about it. Yeah.
1: It's a very, it's a cool story. I like that they kind of took an existing thing and ran with it and added, added clearly a Christian kind of like slant to it on that one. And, and uh, there it is. But yeah, they say, and the stories on Halloween is keep your, keep your jack o' lantern lit. Yeah. You know, don't blow it out. If it blows out on its own, that's okay. You know, but if you blow it out, that's a bad, that's a bad thing.
0: Have you heard about the newest, um, craze as far as halloween decorating goes i've not what is this so it's 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 called lewis the pumpkin lewis lewis louis and, he, and he's he's a jack-o'-lantern oh boy sold at target apparently it's exclusive to target something target came up with on their own and developed it and put put it in the stores and it's become such a huge thing it sounds like you can't even get him now you can't he's sold out online not sure if he's going to be back for for this year, um, you might—they say you might be able to find one if you're lucky in the stores. Yet, uh, it sounds like maybe you can go to your local Target and actually see Lewis. You know, they have a floor model set up, and he's not for sale. But um, you know, maybe you get lucky and you, you pick one up. But basically, he has this goofy catchphrase, and it just kind of—he's uh, so a talking decoration. He's a talking decoration, eight feet tall. Whoa. And he, um, you know, just kind of like a skinny jack-o'-lantern body with this big jack-o'-lantern head and um, just became this huge thing on TikTok and online. And so so here's I, I actually have a recording of Lewis. You can hear what he sounds like. We got
1: we to we hear Lewis here. Here we go. That's funny. There he is.
0: My name is Lewis. My name is Lewis. So yeah, apparently you know he's all over TikTok, and 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 people will uh, they'll they'll post their their visits to Target and their their interactions with Lewis there in the store. I love this. Apparently, he has a few different um, few different other sayings as well. Uh, let's see if I can find it here.
1: I love this idea of like Halloween becoming more and more and more of a thing like where it was before you had the occasional house that would maybe decorate a little bit. A little
0: bit. Usually they're kind of like almost paper, cardboard, jack-o'-lanterns or ghosts or they tape them up in the windows and stuff. Yeah. Now you got lights and pyrotechnics and just coffins. People have... Animatronic things. Their yard filled with different animatronics. Yeah. It it, it gets crazier every year. I'm all for it, man. But yeah. um, So... Here's the, there, there's a couple of different sayings that he does. Okay. Some have uh, documented Lewis's other sayings, which include, I'm so happy you could carve out some time for me tonight. That's good. <laughs> fear nothing, night or day, except a strong breeze to make me sway. So oh, I feel, I fear nothing, night or day. Except a strong breeze to make me sway. So, there you go. So there's Lewis. I love so, the dad joke. But yeah, that's it's that's that's the thing this year. Like last year, it was the giant. There's like a 12 foot skeleton. Oh yeah, I, I saw some people with that in their their yards. And the first time I saw it, it's like, oh my god, that thing is crazy. Yeah. But um, but yeah, yeah. Target one big this year with Lewis. They should have made more. They. Probably would have made a killing.
1: These things, you just don't know what's going to hit sometimes, you know, and then it does and you're not ready for it. I mean, I've seen, there's so many stories of like, like we even the Star Wars toys. I mean, that's a whole discussion on how they got real popular real quick and they weren't ready. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Just not not ready. Um, Yeah, I love that Halloween is more and more of a... And it's funny because... I know, and this is like one way or the other. And if you don't like Halloween, you're probably not listening to this episode anyway. So it's it's kind of funny how there was this weird effort, almost so so socially, to like scrub Halloween off of our cultural radar, almost like oh, it's it's evil, it's right. gross, it's all this yeah. stuff. It's like it's fun. People are dipping their toe into the world of the paranormal, and you know. Even for fun, just going on about ghosts and the other world and monsters and all—I love it. I've always loved it, and I am all for it now that it's this time of year.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt that it comes in my favorite time of year, of course. But uh, um, it's just a spooky night, and you—you you look back on some of the stories, like you, you go back to Orson Welles back in what Dude. the '40s. I think it was bef- pre-war, world two, when he did War of the Worlds. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was the 30s. Actually, I think it was the 30s. Was that on Halloween night? It, it was like the night before, like Halloween Eve, I think. Nice. Right before Halloween. Yeah. But, you know, it just freaked people out. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, that, that radio broadcast of War of the Worlds. But, uh, yeah. When they,
1: when, just, when they missed the disclaimer in the beginning. Yeah, they,
0: they missed it, and mm-hmm. and people thought it was real. They thought the Earth was being invaded uh, by aliens. And, and, of course, it goes into this long story, you know, of kind of him living uh, in an a, uh, a world where the aliens have taken over right and but a lot of people didn't catch that part or they had already evacuated their homes you know they're ready. A lot of people probably didn't have radios in their cars at the time. They just heard it on the radio at home. Yeah, they got in their car to drive away to get away, and, and they never knew that it was actually just a radio play. You really want to
1: know, like, I don't know anybody at the time who did that. Like, but you want to know, like, who. Like this, my grandpa did that. He, he's the guy that freaked out and left town. <laughs>
0: we're done. I knew yeah, it. Mildred yeah. burned the house. That would be interesting to look up some of the stories of people who lived through that and yeah. their experiences of, oh, yeah. of, of what happened that night.
1: Like the next day we're like, okay, make fun of me. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> I know I freaked out a little bit. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was real. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. Um, Like we said, there's all sorts of great shows. Um, the Twilight Zone kind of ran with that and did that somewhere. We uh, they launched off a new Twilight Zone for a while. I don't know if it's still on the air. Yeah, anymore. I'm not sure if it's
0: still. What well, I think it was on what streaming services Netflix or something. Yeah, like that. somewhere. But I think I want to say I, I prefer the Rod Sterling. The old, the I old did too. Yeah. I watched a handful of the and new you can ones. Still watch those? Oh yeah,
1: they were on. Uh, I want to say they're on Amazon now. It's weird because sometimes yeah. one will float from one to the other. It seems like, but uh, lots of good stuff. And again, people wanted to be part of that. They wanted to at least, if not like, do what we're doing, but dip their toe in it. At least, right. at least this time of year, you yeah. know, give
0: yeah. me, give me a day, give me a week or month where I'm gonna play spooky. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And as a kid, you know, it was always great Halloween. You know, when I was growing up, anyway, you did decorations. You made decorations at school. You made. Oh, yeah jack-o'-lanterns and pumpkins and ghosts and all kinds of of cool stuff so um, one of my favorite things that I we did one of our my favorite art projects we did as a kid was you could um, take a white piece of paper and you draw ghosts on it or uh, you could also in crayon you'd use crayons for this and you The art teacher would also have you draw like a cemetery, right? And lightning bolts and things in the sky, spooky stuff, haunted house, you know. And then you take a black watercolor, just black, and paint the whole thing. And with the wax from the crayons, it would kind of come through. the, The black paint, watercolor paint would bring that out. Yeah. And give you a really spooky looking scene. That was always one of my favorite art projects I did when I was a kid.
1: That's awesome, dude. Yeah, no, I had similar stuff. It wasn't. We didn't do that cool thing. I know what you're talking about with that. We did, and this sounds so like light compared to that. But we did like um, uh, paper chains. And right. so we would like make chains and like you know you you'd put your friend up and I'm like ah, oh yeah. I'm
0: chained to the wall I'm a prisoner. <laughs> kind of like a Christmas story. So you know. fun,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were like Halloween, yeah. Halloween looking. And at the time where I lived, it was very like the it, it looks very pretty now, but like upstate New York in the fall is like nuts. people go to New England to see the colors right. and all that. And so that was my life. And I'm yeah. walking around and it felt spooky. You go yeah. in the forest, and you're like yeah. dang, this just feels. Yeah. Otherworldly, and I get it, man. Like I, I do believe that, that that the dimensions thin out a little bit. We're able to kind of talk to the other the other side of you know, the, yeah. the other world a little easier. Uh, I just love it. I'm all for it.
0: Part of it too, I think, was daylight savings time, where you know, I don't. Not all countries observe observe, observe it, and even here in the United States, they're looking at taking it away. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, back when i was growing up in october is when daylight savings time would end fall back yeah yeah so so it got dark an hour earlier and so before supper it would be dark oh yeah and so you could go out outside you know even before supper it was still early you could go out and play in the dark yeah take the flashlights out or roll around in the leaves in the dark you know yeah do stuff like that when you're a kid
1: that, and that wasn't lasting long. Now it?
0: Nowadays, they, they actually moved it till after Halloween. It happens after Halloween. Yeah. I just want it to go away altogether. <laughs> just I know. Just get rid of it, man. Just be because, done with this. You, you know, because in the springtime, you got to lose an hour of sleep and, you know, it's, just, it's a whole thing.
1: I just, yeah, that that alone can go. But,
0: yeah, I'm with you. I love
1: it. I love that it gets, I love this time. I love that it's darker. I love that it just gets your brain kind of thinking. And uh, I have these lights you can program, the, their color pattern. I have a Halloween program setting where I'm like, time for Halloween. <laughs> you know, we automize the front where it's very Halloween looking. There's pumpkins and hay bales, which is very <laughs> yeah. autumnal. nice But, yeah, sign us up. And, uh, yeah, hey, you, share with us your favorite Halloween stories. Uh, We'd love to hear them. Um, And uh, you can email those to us or just share them to us on our social media sites uh, on Instagram or Facebook.
0: Absolutely. And um, also check out our website, www.paranormaldads.com, and enjoy Halloween this year. Uh, Be safe and uh, enjoy your trick-or-treating and uh, have some fun.
1: Thank you, everybody. Have a spooktacular time. Check that candy for syringes and <laughs> and, and razor, razor blades. blades. <laughs> I love the idea of a poorly hidden razor blade in an apple. You just hold it up as a razor blade sticking out. Like this is
0: good razor blade.
1: That was a big myth when we were kids. or that they poison your oh, candy. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> always had to have the. I mean, it's it's a, it's not a bad idea. You know, no. people do crazy things, but always have mom and dad check your candy. When you get home and uh, and then enjoy it. Check and, your candy. And uh, check your podcast for new episodes of
1: Paranormal Dads. And uh, until next time, thank you for listening.